This is the L3 Leadership Podcast, episode number 246. Hey podcast family and welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith and I am your host and in today's episode you are in for a treat. You're going to hear me and my wife Lara joining me for the first time ever on the podcast and we are going to be addressing our thoughts on how to lead during crisis and specifically our thoughts on leading through the COVID-19 slash coronavirus. And we believe during times like these, it's more important than ever to speak up and to lead as leaders. And so we hope that in this episode, we'll help equip you to lead through crisis as a leader. And we're not going to do any announcements or anything like that in this episode. We just want to dive right into the content so we can address what's going on in our nation today. So let's dive right in. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast. It's an honor to be with you. My name is Doug Smith, and I am your host. And today, for the first time ever, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Laura. And this is, <laughs> this is something that we're hoping to do more often. Yes. Uh, we don't do this often together, and so uh, if it's a little awkward or there's any <laughs> funny moments, we apologize. But we do want to come to you today and, and address how to lead during crisis, given everything that's going on with the COVID-19 and coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to be able to address that and help equip you to yes. lead well in the season as leaders. And we were significantly impacted by this uh, this past week. Yeah. As many of you know who have been listening and watching uh, the podcast, we were supposed to held, hold our second annual L3 One Day Leadership Conference this past Friday. Mm-hmm. We had 325 leaders scheduled to be in the room, mm-hmm. um, but we actually made the decision on Thursday that it was the wise thing to do to actually postpone the conference. And so that's exactly what we did. Yeah. I know in my day job at Light of Life Rescue Mission, We've spent what seems like countless hours preparing and responding to the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Just how are we going to best serve our clients? What do we do if this happens? And uh, it's been nonstop. And I know you've been impacted as well. Yeah, I'm in sales for a software organization. And as you know, there's really no travel anymore. They've mandated work from homes. And so for me, there's been a lot more time on my hands, not commuting, not traveling, uh, being more at home. So um, uh, we're, we're deciding what we're going to do. I'm deciding what to do with that intentional time that we have. I know you have less time than me, but um, it's it's impacting everyone, um, every single person that's, it's impacted by. Yeah, and it's a challenging time to be a leader. Yeah. But here's what I know, leader. We're not just called to lead during good times. Mm-hmm. This is when we're called to shine yes. as leaders. This is when we're called to step up as leaders. And we are called to lead during crisis. We are called to lead yes. during tough times. And something that significantly helped me realize that is John Maxwell shared a quote once and he said, if you're a leader, there is there will never be two easy consecutive days in your life, ever, ever. And I came to grasp with that reality last year. And so yeah. I don't ever expect to go two or three days with my feet up or just relaxed <laughs> or having no issues to address. I've just learned that if you're a leader, this is what you signed up for and you need to embrace it. Yeah. And so we just want to share a few things that have been on our hearts that we think will equip you to lead during tough times. And the first thing is, is leaders, we want to encourage you during tough times to mm-hmm. speak up and provide hope. Yeah. Speak up and provide hope. A few years ago, I made a commitment as a leader that whenever there was a crisis in our nation or a big uh, global phenomenon like this, I'm going to address it as a leader. 
Now, I used to shy away for those, from those things and for publishing my thoughts and sharing my thoughts. And to be honest with you, it was out of insecurity. I was so afraid that I would say something wrong um, that I didn't do anything. But what I found is I would rather say something and take a chance of missing it and having to correct myself and to stand up than, than not saying anything at all. And I think as leaders, we are called to speak up. And again, in moments like this, yeah. Laura and I are people of faith, and so you're going to hear some scriptures and just some things from our worldview in this uh, in this lesson, because mm-hmm. we can't process crises like these without the lens of faith in which we live. Mm-hmm. And so there's a scripture that really challenged me as a leader. It's in Proverbs 31, verse 8 and 9, and it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Mm-hmm. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. And leader, I believe you're called to speak up. Mm-hmm. And here's what, here's all you need to tell people. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. We need to provide hope for people. Now, listen, you may not have all the answers. I don't have the answer mm-hmm. to the, the COVID-19 virus. I don't. But I know that there is an answer. And I do know that we'll get on the other yeah. side of this. Yeah. And I know that that's true. And so we are called to speak hope into people's mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. And we're also called to speak up for those not in the room when we're making decisions. Listen, when you're developing company policies and what you're going to do and not do, you need to think about everyone who isn't present and you need to lead on their behalf and speak up on their behalf. So the first thing we need to do is speak up, but we don't just need to speak up. We also need to act. We need to do something and and Mm -hmm. do something for those that we lead. Mm -hmm. And here's, here's a scripture that I was just reading today in my quiet time. I'm finishing the book of Esther and it talked about Mordecai and Mordecai in the book of Esther, he basically saved a population of people through his leadership. And this is what it says when it summarized his life and leadership. It said, Mordecai, the Jew, was second in rank to King Xerxes, preeminent among the Jews and held in high esteem by his many fellow Jews because he worked for the good of his people and spoke up for the welfare of all the Jews. What did he do as a leader? He worked for the good of his people and he spoke up for the welfare of all of the Jews. And that's exactly what we're called to do as leaders. Yeah, and there's there's really no greater time than now to, to step up and lead. And I believe that we're called to do that. We're assigned to do that. And it's our, it's our job to do that. And so, uh, it's not from a, a position of a, of authority, but like, like Doug said, from a position of, of others in mind. And so, um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about doing that and stepping in the gap and, 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 and the time like this. Uh, and the second thing that we, uh, wanted to share with you is leaders lead with others best interest in mind. And I know there's a specific population of people 60 and above who are more at risk than others. And let's think of those po- that population. Everyone knows a dad, a grandparent, a neighbor that is that in that population range. What can we do to serve them? Um, get their groceries, check in on them daily. There's others that are more impacted than, than um, ourselves in this situation. So let's be a light. Let's be leaders to them and think through um, how we can bless that population of people with, with others in mind and, and with that lens. Yeah, as I process some of the decisions that leaders have had to make over the past week, it's crazy. You know, we wrote some of these down. Leaders have had to make decisions that significantly are impacting their bottom line, potentially shutting down their business. It's impacting their teams. Their decisions are impacting their staff and their families. There's been sporting seasons canceled, Mm -hmm. theme parks closed, conferences postponed, weddings and graduations stopped, classes, and the list goes on and on and on. And those are all decisions that leaders had to make. But... 
they made them with other people's best interest in mind. Yes. And I think when we're processing decisions with others in mind, you have to ask what is best for the people. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, when we were making the decisions about L3 one day, we just had to say, hey, in light of everything going on, what is in the mm-hmm. best interest of those who signed up to, to attend L3 one day and the speakers that committed to speaking? Well, as soon as we asked what was best for them, the decision became very, very clear. And leaders, here's what we want you to know. When you take yourself and the cost that you're going to have to pay out of the equation, the decision becomes very, very simple and very evident. And I think so many times the reason we can't come to a conclusion on what decision we need to make is because we can't get over the personal cost to us. And as leaders, mm-hmm. we are true. we always say leadership is losing the right to think about yourself. Yes. So if you're going to lead well, it has to be with the other's best intention in mind. That's so good. That's good. The next point we wanted to make was around just get wisdom. There's a lot of noise out there right now from the media and, and others. There's a lot of fear. Uh, there's a lot of news that isn't accurate. Um, and so I just employ you... Uh, leaders to just get the right kind of wisdom. Don't lead from a heart of fear, but of facts and faith. And if you can surround yourself with others that are like-minded and have that same wisdom, that will help you in your decision-making processes. I know we've had to rely on that as well. Yeah, I spent uh, about two hours on the phone processing the decision to cancel all three one day with about 10 different leaders that I, I look up to, admire, and respect. And one of them, one of the things I admire about them is how decisive they are. And I tend to be more collaborative and I'm a people pleaser by nature. And so I want to make sure every, I make everyone happy in the decision. And he more or less just makes decisions. And I said, how can I grow in making decisions? And he said, Doug, it may seem like I'm quick at making decisions, but I never make a decision that is Ill of, ill-informed. And he said, I always get input. And he's like, that's exactly what you're doing. And it just made me realize that there's no superhero leader that makes the right decision every time without the counsel of other people. No one should do life or leadership alone. Mm -hmm. And so who is your list of five or ten leaders that you can go to in crisis and say, hey, here's what I'm processing. And if you don't have that Mm -hmm. list, you're you're in grave danger as a leader and, and you will make poor decisions. And be selective yeah. about that list yes. because it's really important about who you listen to and, and, and who you allow into your heart and in your life. So be selective about what you listen to, who you're around, especially as we navigate some really tough and big decisions ahead as leaders. Be really selective about that. I, I really think that's important. Yeah. And while we're talking about w- getting wisdom and leading, lead yourself well, right? <laughs> so get educated on what's actually going on. Yeah. You know, pay attention to the news. Don't don't watch it 24 hours. But actually, yeah. hey, CDC, what is going on? I'm going to read the latest guidelines. Be wise yourself. One of the best ways you can lead others is to lead, lead yourself. yourself well. So leader, wash your hands. Take a bath, <laughs> right? Follow some of the basic mm-hmm. CDC guidelines and get educated on what's going on in your county, your state, yeah. and your country, and you'll lead with wisdom. Yeah, because people are looking to leaders. To, to what, what do I do, right? What, what's right in this situation? And so if we can lead ourselves and, and bring others around us to help us lead, that's going to be very critical coming in the days to come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the next thing we want to encourage leaders to do is this is an amazing opportunity to love people. Yes. To love people, right? Many of us are isolated, but I want you to think about and be mm-hmm. intentional about who you can actually love. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. Laura and I, in 2019, it was a really tough year for us, and we were super busy. And we actually mm-hmm. uh, became so isolated, not because of a virus or a government yes. mandate. <laughs> we became isolated because we were busy. Yeah. And we spent no time intentionally loving others. We spent no time yeah. being friends and staying connected with people. And we made a commitment this year that we're going to be great friends and we're going to stay mm-hmm. connected and we're going to yes. love people and be intentional about that. And here's what I've learned. If you're not intentional about loving others, 
it won't happen. It won't happen. A quote that significantly impacted us by Bob Goff, um, he said this, he said, we will determine how influential we'll be when we determine how available we'll be. And this is an an amazing (laughs) opportunity to be available for others. And, you know, I think about who are the people that are in their homes that literally they are living in fear and hiding under blankets right now and they just need to call and to have someone tell them it's going to be okay think about first responders and and the homeless you know i work at light of life the homeless don't have the the opportunity to go home to their own their homes and isolate at home they have to go back to their shelter and live with other people first responders have to be in front of people regardless of the cost Mm -hmm. and so how can we intentionally love those people in crisis there's huge opportunities to love people make a difference you can see them all around us i think there's something about when you're isolated that mentally is really tough to be isolated and so if someone's you know is home alone or going through this or processing it alone please check in on them make it a point to check in on them daily we all that's a simple thing we all can do but mentally people are processing processing this very differently and i think we need to be we can stand in the gap and be there for people to encourage them see them through this season and and really be a light to them that's it's just everywhere around us is affected by this and there's something everyone can do and i think that's an important piece is to, to just call and check in on those that might be you know isolated or alone and we can actually make this season the most connected we've ever been. Even yes. though we're not physically together, we truly can stay connected. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing we want to encourage leaders to do, and again, we're, we're people of faith, so this is a faith-based answer. But we want to encourage you to be filled with faith and peace. Mm-hmm. Do not be filled with fear. Um, I believe that, well, I know we're not afraid. We're not in a panic. And we believe if you're a believer and, and God is your, uh, is your yeah. Lord, then you have no reason to fear. And there's a couple of scriptures that we just want to share with you, but I believe we are called to walk in peace and not fear. And our confidence is in Christ. And Mm -hmm. if you are a believer, you need to trust and believe God for his protection and peace throughout the season. Mm -hmm. And do you know what else? You're also going to have to do that for every day for the rest of your life, regardless of what's going on. <laughs> right. right. So just keep trusting and walking with yeah. God. There's no there's no safer place than right smack That's dab right. in the middle of God's will and walking with God. Trust him for your Amen. protection. That's right. That's do you great. want to share no, any scriptures? Yeah, no, yeah. like I know personally for me, I've just been quoting Psalm 91. If you want to look up that later, I usually use the Passion Translation. But that for me is has been just flows peace through, throughout my, my heart and my mind and just dwelling on scripture and cur- again, cur- encouraging one another. Um, I think that's the most, I'm filling my mind more up with that than I am the news and media, because honestly, I mean, I, I, I can check the updates, but the update is it's not going away anytime soon. So yeah. I can kind of leave that aside. And I really just want to focus on getting back to, to normal life and to fill my mind with the right things, which is for me, my faith and my peace. Yeah, and, and a scripture that significantly impacted me and I think is a great barometer for you in this time is Isaiah 26.3. And it says this, it says, You, talking about God, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you yeah. because he trusts you. And for me, uh, so I actually had a mentor share that verse with me and I didn't have peace about the decision that he was talking about. And so he said, you're not trusting God. Because this verse says, if you're trusting God and you're, you're focused on God, your heart should be filled with peace. And so leader, if you don't have peace, I want to encourage you, focus on God. You're focusing on the wrong things. Use this as a time to draw near to God, mm-hmm. not not draw near to fear. Yeah. And, um, and listen, if you don't have a relationship with God, the Bible says if you just draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. And so this is a great time to draw closer to God or even start a relationship with God because he loves you and he cares about you. 
First Peter says that we can actually cast our cares and our fears on him because he cares for us. And so we just want to encourage you with faith. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to wrap up here in a minute, but I'm gonna we're going to pray for you as we end this episode. And again, we don't do this every episode, but um, we just think it's a valid time to pray for leaders and, and we need to do that. And so yes. as we conclude, and, and I'll let Laura pray over you, I just want to encourage you leaders, lead with others in mind. Mm-hmm. Speak up and, and act on behalf mm-hmm. of others. Get wisdom. Love others. Be filled with faith and peace and stay connected with other people. And you will get through this and you will yes. lead well. There's no greater time to lead than today. Laura, will you end us in praying yeah. for our leaders? Yeah, today is a national prayer day. Um, so you know, no matter where you are in your faith, um, it is important to pray. And so we just want to take a minute to do that. So yeah. just bow your heads. Lord Jesus, thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to lead Um, whether that's in good times or times like these, Lord. And we just pray for every single leader that's listening right now. Lord, we pray a peace upon them. We pray, Lord, that your supernatural grace would be upon them in the days to come. Lord, we just thank you that um, even though we might be physically isolated, Lord, that you would enable us to stay connected uh, both to the truth, um, to your faith, Father, and to the word of God and to others, Lord, and that we we as a community of leaders would help each other uh, get through this season, Lord, that we would love other other people very well, Lord, and that we would see one another through this. I just thank you um, that we can see others and love others well. And Lord, that ultimately um, the the COVID-19 would be destroyed and be um, eradicated in this earth, Lord. We thank you for your healing um, that goes out throughout the humanity, Father. I just thank you for this, and I thank you for your blessing upon every leader listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, hey, podcast family, thank you so much for listening. We hope that this lesson added value to you in your journey, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Yeah, thanks. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our lesson on how to lead through crisis. We hope it added value to you. You can find ways to connect with us and links to everything that we discussed in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash episode 246. As always, if this episode made an impact on your life, we would encourage you to share it with others. Share it on social media. Let us know how it impacted you. It really makes a difference and encourages us. And we'd also encourage you, and it would mean the world to me, if you would leave a rating and review on iTunes. That really does help us to grow our audience and add value to more leaders. So thank you in advance for that. And as always, I like to end with a quote. And I'll share a quote that we've already shared, but I love it so much. Uh, It's the quote by Bob Goff when he said, We'll determine how influential we'll become when we determine how available we'll be. And leader, during times of crisis, I hope that you'll be available to everyone around you and everyone that you lead. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of L3 Leadership. Laura and I appreciate you so much, and we will talk to you next episode.